0: This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Good Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for hanging out with me this afternoon. Hope you're having a great day. Of course, yesterday the big news was the tragic case of Tamara Lovett, found guilty of criminal negligence causing death in the death of her son, 7-year-old Ryan Lovett who uh, died from a strep infection. But I thought it had um, a bigger significance as far as the role parents play when it comes to their, their children, whether it be their health. And, of course, when you talk about health, you've got to talk about what you're feeding your children because there has been a movement in recent years And you can just look at your social media when it comes to different trends in the food sector, whether it be a paleo diet, the raw food diet, the gluten-free diet, and then how some of those diets or those trends have parents looking at what they are feeding their children and whether or not kids should be eating the same thing as their parents, which you're probably saying, well, that's a crazy question, Ange. Of course, my kid's going to eat the same thing I'm eating, and I'm not making a separate meal. But what about in households where... Maybe the parents believe that their child should just eat raw food because they're all out there. We, we know you only have to, as I say, check out social media, pick up a magazine, and you see what is happening when it comes to trends. I want to bring in Sarah Remmer. She is a registered dietitian here in Calgary, family nutrition educator, and she's a freelance writer. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Angela. I understand we've taken you away from your children for just a few minutes here.
1: <laughs> that's okay. It's all good. It's nap time, so well,
0: it worked out. <laughs> and that and that's important to note because you are a, a mom of a young family, and I thought this was a, a great opportunity to have that conversation because... I I think many years ago, the concern parents had was my child's a picky eater. What do I feed my child? But I think it's broadened from that, Sarah, when we start to see some of the food trends are out there and what people are deciding to feed their children. Tell me Mm -hmm. the importance of getting the right start for kids when it comes to nutrition.
1: Oh, it's so important. And You know, you're right, there's so much information out there and misinformation out there, um, you know, by influencers and bloggers and so-called experts that it's hard for parents to decipher what information is credible and what is not. And some of this this advice that we see on social media and on blogs and, um, you know, from celebrities and that kind of thing is based on their own personal experience with success with a limited or restricted diet. So it, it can be really scary. It's often not backed up by research. And so um, when you're talking about kids and kids' nutrition, especially young kids or any any age, um, it can be really scary because their nutritional needs are are big. Like kids need good nutrition right from the beginning. They need a balanced diet. They need um, foods from all food groups to meet their their nutrient needs for growth and development. So it, yeah, it's a serious concern for sure.
0: And even Sarah, when you say good nutrition, how do you define good nutrition?
1: I define good nutrition by making sure that kids are offered and have access to all food groups, and so you know foods from the fruits and vegetables group and from meats and alternatives and from whole grains. and so I'm talking whole foods, so you know not prepackaged or processed necessarily, but um, real whole foods um, that you know we have access to.
0: I want to know, as far as, far as nutritional, the, the head start when they are first born. Of course, we know the importance of breast milk. And I think even that, when you talk about breastfeeding, you can go online to find mm-hmm. out the pros and the cons, how long you should be doing it. So I, I do feel for parents because they are just inundated with mm-hmm. information. And as you said, sometimes that information is more anecdotal than uh, actual research.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's really scary. I think that you're right. Parents are, like being a parent myself, I'm exposed to lots of information all day, every day. And for a parent who doesn't have the scientific background or that expertise, it can be really confusing and frustrating. And so if some, you know if something's wrong or if there's a concern, it can be really easy to you know look to a celebrity or look to a popular blogger who seems credible for advice. And so it's, yeah. It, and unfortunately, can it can end in serious consequences.
0: How, what are some of the signs that maybe your child is not thriving? It may be, uh, what parents have to look at because that's the other concern. My, my child's a picky eater, he's not gaining weight. So what are some things that parents should be keeping an eye out for?
1: I think that's one. Make, you know if you're if you notice that your child isn't following his or her growth curve, Then that can be concerning, Um, and and it also might not be concerning. It really, um, it's really important to seek advice from a pediatrician or your family doctor when you start to notice that your child isn't growing at a steady pace or following the growth curve that they started at. Um, If your child has low energy or seems really like fatigued, or you know is showing signs of. of malnutrition so perhaps has lost color in their skin or is sleeping much more than normal um, or is sort of lethargic those are all signs that um, the baby may, might not be getting enough or the child m- not might not be getting the nutrients that he or she needs so it's important that when you notice that just follow your gut instinct as a parent and go see your doctor
0: You mentioned some of those things where you offer them um, uh, options from all the different food groups, um, whole grains. You're saying stay away from processed food. You know, in in a sense, you're almost talking about, and I don't want to call it a trend, but the paleo diet almost sounds like that. For people who aren't familiar with the paleo diet, Sarah, can you give them an idea? And are there some food trends or diets out there that actually would probably be okay for families and children to have?
1: Yeah, of course, so the Paleo diet is um, is a diet that restricts certain food groups like whole grains and beans and lentils and um, so it's, it's actually taking out whole food groups. So I don't recommend the Paleo diet really for anyone personally, I, I don't, especially kids. That is not to say that something like the Paleo diet or a vegan diet is always unhealthy or unsafe. The the key is, though, you have to be very well-educated and you have to be very vigilant in making sure that you are meeting your child's nutrition requirements otherwise. So perhaps that means supplementation or it means making sure that you are um, filling up on other foods that contain those key nutrients that that your child needs. But I would say that the majority of parents are not you know being as vigilant as they should be when they when they start their child on a really restrictive diet i think also parents need to ask themselves the question why why am i doing this is this for selfish reasons is this because i'm following this diet or is this for my child's benefit so it's you know when you're talking about kids and kids nutrient needs you really have to be careful because for proper development and growth, they need so many different nutrients um, to thrive. And so when you're taking out whole food groups, whether it's a raw diet or you know, a gluten-free diet, or when you're taking out whole food groups, you are then taking out those key nutrients that kids need to thrive. So that's what, what's concerning.
0: Is it also concerning that, especially when you talk about restrictive food choices, that your child may grow up to have some some food issues? Because we know mm-hmm. we talk about that a lot uh, with kids having problems with foods and then having eating problems as well and eating disorders.
1: Yes, yes exactly. I think, I mean, it's, it's so important that we expose our kids to a variety of nutrient-dense foods right from day one so that their palates grow to to accept and love those foods to prevent picky eating later on. So it's very important that, you know, kids are exposed to different tastes and flavors and textures from an early age so that they continue to accept them as they grow. Um, And also, you know, like you mentioned, body image issues and, and disordered eating patterns can develop If kids grow up in a house where um, there are strict rules that you follow in regards to food, um, certain foods are bad or forbidden, then kids are going to grow up um, for sure with certain disordered eating patterns and, and disordered ways of thinking about food.
0: I even think of sugar, and I now I now know sugar is the the salt. It's the thing that people are supposed to avoid. Mm-hmm. But again, back to that, if a parent is so restrictive on you can't have any sugar, I've got to make sure there's no sugar in the house. Mm-hmm. I, I worry that it it might backfire, and as opposed to teaching or modeling healthy food choices.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think, um, you know, it comes back to everything in moderation. So making sure that, you know, first and foremost, you're feeding your child a nutrient-dense, varied diet, but also that they have some fun and that, you know, they're exposed to, um, you know, treats once in a while. Of course, after the age of two, you um, and that it's not a huge deal there's no forbidden foods there's no um you know bad foods quote unquote but that you fill your body primarily with nutrient-dense foods so i think there's there's a balance and you know it's hard it's hard for parents to know how much to restrict those sugary foods of course you don't want to fill that precious space in their tummies with foods that are high in sugar high in salt and processed no we don't want to do that but we do want to offer them once in a while for fun, to so that kids know that it can be a part
0: of your diet in moderation. Sarah, you said something there that caught my ear. So you said after the age of two. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what, what do you what do you mean by that? So no sugar or anything sweet until they're two. Not not
1: necessarily. So it's not sugar or anything sweet. It's processed or added sugars. So it's not recommended that babies or toddlers under the age of 2 have added sugars. So things like chocolate or cookies, you know, that are made with added sugar or anything like candy or anything like that, you mm. don't want your babies or young toddlers to be eating those foods just because they they don't have much space in their tummy and they need those nutrient dense foods. Again, to thrive and for it's sort of wasted calories.
0: Then it's wasted calories for them.
1: That and also, if you're exposing your baby or child to those very sweet tastes early on, then they're going to grow accustomed to that, and they're going to want that intense sweet flavor as they grow older. So, forget about juice. Kind of sweet beg sweet, right?
0: Yeah, and, and forget about juice then until. Well, I mean, I'd like to forget about juice all the time, but you can. Yeah. But that would be something. Wow. Okay, yeah. as I said, my my children are young adults now, and I'm very <laughs> fortunate that for that. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us in the conversation. Thank you for having me. You bet. Sarah Remmer, she is a registered dietitian, family nutrition educator, and freelance writer. I want to take a break here, but I'd love to hear from you. 403-974-8255. Are are you feeling like, wow, now I have to be told what I can and can't feed my children? Or are you concerned that, yeah, kids do have to make sure that they've got a wide variety of food. And no matter what you, as an adult, are choosing, what are your choices when it comes to making sure your kids are getting the right things. I'm Angela Cocott. You know the number, 403-974-8255 to call as well as text. Back after this. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.